Welcome to You Can Sit With Us, a podcast by women for women, celebrating you and the life you're living no matter where you're at. I'm Claire Hamill, a blogger, mom, multifaceted entrepreneur, and aspiring rebel. I'm a former rule follower that now believes there are no rules. So whether you follow them or break them, you have a place here. I'm Beth Morse, a life and career coach, mama, connector, and recovering perfectionist. I'm here to get real about how messy life can be and want to sit with anyone who's in the midst of rumbling with their own story. We're going to bring the raw, the funny, and the real to life. And no matter where you are, you can sit with us. Hey everyone, happy new year. This is Beth. I am coming to you live from my closet. Yeah, I'm sitting in my closet because it's the quietest place in my apartment and the sound, the acoustics are really good in here. One thing that if you haven't figured it out already, might be missing from this podcast is our friend Claire. Yeah, Claire is off doing her own thing this year. She and I launched this podcast almost a year ago, which I can hardly believe. Um, This is our 20th episode that we're going to be publishing, which is so exciting. Um, But Claire had some big changes at the end of last year. She went back to work full time. She has launched her own podcast, The Curvy Collective, which if you haven't already, you should definitely check that out. It's amazing, super inspiring. She's had some really incredible guests on there already, and I'm so, so excited for her. But she and I kind of talked at the end of last year and decided that with all these changes going on for her, that she just really didn't feel like she had the mental bandwidth to stay as a a permanent fixture on You Can Sit With Us. Now, this will always be our project together. Uh, You Can Sit With Us would not have happened without Claire. And so she's going to pop in here every once in a while um, to join me and to be with you all. But from here on out, for the most part, you guys just get stuck with me. (laughs) I'm going to be having some really kick-ass guests on the show this year. Uh, and I'm so excited to to share them with you. Um, but just wanted to address that right up front so that there was no confusion. Um, and there really is no, there's nothing bad about this. It's just different, right? And um, it's easy to make up stories about when things change. Um, and I and I hope that none of you all, you know, think that or or have, you know, feelings about that. This truly is still a a joint effort. Um, She is with me in everything that I'm doing and I'm with her um, and I'm so proud of her. And so, and I hope to make her proud by continuing on this journey. So um, I, I know that it's been a while. We kind of dropped off at the end of last year. Things just got really busy. I don't know about you guys, but Claire and I got caught up in the holidays 
and some life changes. Like I mentioned, Claire went back to work full time in a teaching position. She's kind of talked about that a little bit more on her podcast. Again, Curvy Collective. Check it out. Um, And I've been working a lot more, too. Uh, I found myself having four jobs, four different jobs at the end of last year, which is kind of bananas. Um, I had a I had a consulting client that was taking up about 15 to 20 hours a week um, downtown. That's been really fun. I've been learning a whole lot. Um, I've been doing recruiting for this company, help driving the recruiting process. I was also working for a company out of Colorado Springs, helping with uh, their recruiting. Um, I had my own coaching clients. So proud of them. They've made some really amazing changes in their lives and and gotten really clear on the things that they want for themselves. And so that was really exciting. And then, you guys, I got a job at the bar studio. And I don't know that I told you all this at the end of last year. You guys know that I started working out at Bar 3, which is um, an exercise studio that combines yoga, Pilates, and ballet bar exercise methods. Um, It's a really, really beautiful community. I absolutely love it. But I ended up getting a job at the front desk and I work there three nights a week now. So yeah, I work at the bar, but it's not what you think. (laughs) So life has been busy, but we enjoyed a really mindful holiday. Um, Both Claire and I were able to kind of shut everything off spend time with our families, relax, and really move into the new year with a sense of purpose and um, drive. And I know that this year holds a lot of really cool things in store. And I'm so excited that this podcast and this community is going to continue to be a part of that. Um, So anyway, just wanted to wish you all a happy new year. and. kind of kick the year off with some real talk that I think is important. Um, Some of you have probably made lists of um, resolutions or goals, or maybe maybe you've started with an intention, just the way that you want to tackle the year. Um, I know that when I get to the new year, I typically like to pick a word that I use as the kind of the overall theme for my year. This year, uh, my word is deep or depth. And so um, I'm looking to go deeper in the things that are really meaningful, really important to me, my relationships, um, my spiritual practice, my my physical practice, you know, my work at bar, um, in my, in my career path, my professional life, I want to go deeper. Um, and doing that through just exercise, self-growth, um, lots of learning, some reading, uh, lots of different kinds of books, um, and really just making, making it a priority to lead with intention. And what I think is interesting about this word is that I think of um, I think of putting down roots, right? Roots go really deep. But the the cool thing and the interesting thing about roots is that you don't necessarily see that growth, but only the plant knows about it, right? 
nobody looks at a plant that's growing and thinks about the roots that it's putting down. But without those, it would die. It would not be healthy. And so that's kind of the picture that I have in my mind for myself and and how I'm coming into this year. So I just wanted to share that with you all. Maybe that's something that you do. Uh, If it is, I'd love to hear about it. If you want to put that into our Facebook group page, again, we are still there. I need to probably re-energize that. Um, You can find that on Facebook. You can sit with us podcast. If you're not already a part of that, you can request to join. Um, and we'd love to chat with you a little bit more. But one thing I wanted to talk about today, um, in in kind of this um, spirit of resolutions or goals or um, just personal growth, is um, the idea of how to stop apologizing, which maybe is a funny thing. Uh, as a, as a mom, I'm thinking I'm telling my kids to say sorry all the time, (laughs) typically because they are acting like turds to each other and they need to say sorry. But as grown women, grown people, um, I think we get into this habit of apologizing for things that aren't really our fault or that we don't really have control over. How many of you can relate to this where you're running late to meet a friend and you walk into the restaurant, your friend's already there, and you go, traffic was such a nightmare, it was pouring rain, I'm so sorry I'm late. Well, okay, it's one thing to be late, but if you left on time and traffic was just really bad and the weather was really bad. Those are two things that we have no control over. And so we really have no right um, to need to apologize. Uh, There's no reason to do that. And so uh, this is something that uh, was brought to my attention by an article a few years ago, and I just recently opened another article on it, actually this morning, about how to stop apologizing. And this one was was couched in the idea of not apologizing as much when you're at work. Um, but I think it's relevant as in, in any in any area of life. We can get into this habit of over-apologizing, and then it becomes insincere. It can become insincere. You guys know what I'm talking about. Um, maybe we have that friend, or maybe, maybe that person is our kid who's always saying, oh, sorry. And that's not really what they mean. They don't mean sorry as in, I I wish that I hadn't done this or made this decision. It's not sincere. And that's not how I want to be. I don't don't think that's how any of you want to be. So I wanted to just bring this article to our attention. Um, It's it's by it's featured in a new website that new to me anyway, um, called Career Contessa. Great website, um, but she, the author, talks about, um, you know, why, why, why do we do this? And this is something that's typically attributed to women. Although, I think, I think men could could struggle with this as well. I mean, this isn't necessarily something that's just a women's issue, but I do think that women tend to struggle with this um, a little bit more. So. 
sometimes it comes from a place of being nervous, right? We, we get nervous and so we don't know what else to say. So we just apologize. Anybody ever done that? I know I have. Um, maybe you're just insecure. Maybe you're introverted or maybe you were raised in a family that put a really high value on not rocking the boat, right? Everybody needs to get along. Don't ruffle feathers. And if you do, say sorry. Um, Sometimes it's a reaction to stress or anxiety. Again, I think this is another thing that, that I can relate to and probably when I'm feeling more anxious or stressed out, I probably tend to apologize more. So um, the thing that she talks about first is to um, really understand yourself and really, you know, think about, okay, are you one of these people who is apologizing, over-apologizing for things that you don't actually need to be? sorry for. Um, so she, she asks, she does a little quick diagnosis here and says, ask yourself if you've ever said sorry for any of the following, saying no, winning, asking for a raise you deserve, getting angry about an injustice, having an opinion, feeling an emotion, crying, check, <laughs> fainting, throwing up, being injured, or tending to your own needs. And she says, if you, if you answered yes to four or more of the above, read on. And um, goes on to say, uh, she, she kind of gets into how, how to break this habit of over-apologizing or giving an insincere apology. Um, and And I like this. She gives some good ideas about instead of saying, I'm sorry, um, she says, just simply state the problem and how you'll fix it and then shut up. Stop talking. Uh, I think a lot of times I'm sorry becomes almost a filler for, for, for anything else right? We, we want to make the other person comfortable. We don't want them to get upset. We want to keep them from voicing their own opinions that maybe we don't want to hear, right? It becomes a, a protective measure. But really, it's just about stating the problem. Here's what happened. And then saying how you're going to fix it. So for example, uh, if you're delegating um, if you're uncomfortable delegating just kind of menial work um, at work, you could say something like, we're in a crunch and all these files need to be categorized by the end of the day. Do you have everything you need to get started? Right? It's a really direct way of communicating and you're not apologizing for um, offloading work to someone whose job it actually is to do maybe. Um, You know, it's setting them up for success. If you're constantly apologizing for what you can't control, I gave this example earlier, um, you can try saying, I know I've had to reschedule this meeting several times. Thank you for your understanding. Um, this was this was the point of the article that I first read when I, when I started to be aware of this problem or compulsion that I had about saying sorry so much. Um, and the point of the article was, instead of saying sorry, 
say thank you. So instead of saying, I'm so sorry about whatever it is, I'm so sorry I've had to cancel this meeting, I'm so sorry we, we can't find a time, uh, instead, I've started saying, thank you for your understanding, thanks for your flexibility, thanks for working with me on this, et cetera, et cetera. And, and you know what? I haven't had any kind of negative um, reaction when I've used that method. Um, but the positive outcome has been, I feel better about myself. I don't feel crappy when I'm thanking somebody uh, for something that's out of my control, right? But I do feel kind of crappy when I'm constantly apologizing and making concessions for other people when really it wasn't my fault to begin with. Um, so, you know, I think it's a, it's a real, a real thing. Um, the author of the article, and and I'll be sure to link to this in the show notes, she goes on to talk about, you know, there are times when a sincere apology is necessary and you need to own up to your mistakes. And I think a part of, um, being a strong woman and being a, somebody who is true to their word is really knowing when you need to apologize and just doing it. It's not comfortable. It's not fun, but the end result is respect, right? If we can say, Hey, I really messed up on this and I need to apologize for it, whether that's at work or in our friendships or in our marriages or to our kids, Anybody tried, uh, had to apologize to their kids? Yeah, me too. Uh, I'm trying to be better about that when I lose my temper or snap at them or um, just say something that maybe isn't very nice. I go back and say, hey, I'm sorry about that. That wasn't very nice. And I'm going to work harder at, you know, not being so stressed out at work. So, um, yeah, uh, she she kind of talks about the importance of that. Um, one of the things that she also pointed out was that people who have this tendency maybe to over-apologize, that, that, ne- that isn't necessarily a, a completely bad thing. Um, typically, people who are over-apologizing, that can sometimes mean that they have high levels of empathy and self-awareness. Um, that they have uh, a good interpersonal um, relationship, that they're tuned in to other people's needs. And, and so that's a really good thing. So don't be so hard on yourself if you're sitting here listening to this going, man, I do this all the time and I really need to stop doing this. I just let's take the club out of your hand. <laughs> stop beating yourself over the head with it and, and say, hey, yeah, I, I do this because I care about other people and I want to do a good job. Um, those are really positive things and things that the world definitely needs more of. Um, so really, this is about kind of figuring out, okay, is this is this a thing for me? Is this a, an issue for me? And then how are where are the little ways that I can just start swapping out? And I'm sorry 
um, that isn't sincere or isn't necessary with an alternative, whether that's just a direct communication or saying something like, thanks for understanding. Um, Start in really small ways. Um, I've started with my girlfriends, the nasty gals. Um, I know that in the way that I'm interacting with them, I'm not interacting in a way where very often, at least, I'm needing to apologize for things. Um, We have a pretty solid level of respect for each other and our time and, and, um, you know, the relationships we, we hold each other in high regard. So it's not like I'm needing to apologize, although I would if I needed to, and and I have, um, but I've started with them. Those little times where I feel uncomfortable, I can't make it to your birthday party. Thanks for understanding that I needed to spend time with my husband and my kids this weekend instead of coming to this other thing. I know you guys get it, right? Um, so start with people who are close to you. Maybe that's your best friend. Maybe that's your partner. Um, maybe it's your mom. Whoever it is, just start somewhere small. And it's not going to be perfect, right? Nothing that we do when we first start is ever perfect. Um, we don't come out of the womb walking. Uh, and, and when we started walking from crawling, we didn't fall down and then go, hmm, walking really isn't for me, I guess. No, we just got back up and kept trying it um, because we could see that walking was the best way to live because all the people around us were walking, right? Um, so if you're working on something, a new habit like this, and I think we can, this is general advice for any of you who are um, have some new goals on your list or things that you're thinking about. Um, if you felt like, man, I've just really blown it, that's okay. Just get up, try again. You're not going to be perfect at it. It's just a new muscle. So with that, I want to say thank you to you all for being patient with us as we took somewhat of an unexpected break at the end of the year. Um, this year, I'm hopeful that we can get back on track and bringing you guys some really cool content, some really cool conversations with women who are making impacts in our community, um, voices who are lifting each other up, who are lifting other women up, um, voices that are speaking up for change, for grace, and for love. Um, thank you for allowing us time to be with our families, to um, experience some growth (laughs) that maybe we weren't anticipating, um, where we truly are so thankful. So um, with that, I will leave you guys and look forward to talking to you guys next week. Okay. Love you all. Bye. 